Hi, it's Jessica Ann, and thank you so much for listening to my podcast. This is episode 27, and it's January 1st of 2018. If you're at all aware of my work in the world, you'll know that I believe in the lunar calendar a bit more than the traditional Gregorian calendar, but today, both align. It's the full moon, and it's the new year. So for today's episode, I've decided to do something a bit different. I usually have a guest, but today, it's just me. This art of humanity, it's a long process, and it's one that keeps me humble. Releasing an episode each full moon holds me accountable, and as much as I enjoy writing, talking directly to you is something I don't take for granted. Doing my work in a vacuum is not for me, and I do appreciate how many clients, colleagues, and friends have reached out to express a genuine interest in my work. If you enjoy my podcast, you can always leave a review in the iTunes store, or you can join my private Facebook community group to discuss the art of humanity. This episode is more a catharsis for me than anything. It's a way for me to wrap my head around what's happened in 2017 and how we can learn and grow from it, not just personally, but as a collective. The biggest lesson that I've already learned on this first day of 2018 is that it's okay to feel good, even when so much crap is going on. I have to keep reminding myself of this. The past year was a year of transitions, and I'm so grateful for the lessons. And I'm especially grateful for all of my guests. They've really enlightened me and my audience to a new way of being, and I'm incorporating some of what they've said into this episode. The past year, I've tried to filter what's not important to my development. I don't always get it right, and I've struggled with deciding what to share and what not to share. In a world of social media where everyone is sharing how amazing their life is, I don't want to merely do the same. I'd rather be honest and real than try to live up to some glossy version of my Insta life. Something I've been thinking a lot about lately is the difference between art and entertainment. Father John Misty says, there's a difference between art and entertainment. Entertainment is really about forgetting about your life and art is about remembering your life. Sometimes remembering your life involves stronger emotions than the narcotic glow of entertainment. What I've set out to do is more than to just entertain. In a world that's surrounded by the narcotic glow of entertainment, how do we seek art? How do we seek meaning, purpose? This is why I often interview some of the brightest minds on the art of humanity. I want to know, how are they getting by? How do they find joy or meaning or purpose in a world that has seemed to have gone mad? We live in a time where we can put commas in between our failures to reinvent ourselves endlessly. We're not meant to stay stuck in one sentence structure. We're not meant to have one simple human experience in an unlimited universe. We are meant to self-express. I'm a seeker, and as much as I love my life, I'm not afraid to shy away from the shadow side. Everything has its shadow side, and the freedom of consciousness allows us to create our own path especially in the world of the podcast. So how do we speak up when we are living in a crisis of truth? Just a few years ago, I had so much hope. The internet has a synchronicity to it that can propel us into a promising future. I really want to believe that there's still hope. But where is the uniting thread? I'm really not so sure. As one of my friends and previous guests Zach Leary discussed on a recent interview he did with David Silver, they talk about how counterculture is not centralized today, especially in music. 
Cultural icons like John Oliver and Trevor Noah, they're speaking out, but they're not as wrapped up in the zeitgeist. These media and comedy institutions create a glossy counterculture, but it's really for laughs and for ads. And does it really change things? Podcasts can still get a message out. It's not being controlled just yet. This, the art of humanity, it's a thread to unite our awareness and understanding today. I believe that we'll look back in time to see podcasting as one of the greatest threads of counterculture. Which brings us to where we are today. The internet as the most powerful expression of freedom. How do we use it to evolve our humanity? As Bob Lefsetz writes, when it comes to the internet, we must understand what we've heard for years is true. We are the product. Neither Facebook nor Google exists without us. It's your posted content that keep them alive. And they are truly evil because they pursue profits over people. And we are a nation of humans. So what should you do? Educate yourself. Gather information from both sides. Trust sources. That's another thing the internet has eviscerated. Experts who were puffed up and feeling infallible until the internet revealed their flaws. Yes, we've pulled them down from their thrones, but the truth is those who pay their dues and live in the trenches are worth listening to more than the playful pundit who's looking for likes. We all can't be liked. Truth is more important than accolades. So as we enter 2018, know that everything is up for grabs. I'd say it's every person for themselves, but this is untrue. There is power in people, in groups. That's the story of the coming year. How the will of the people has impact. It may be something you feel more than read about, but it is real. Consolidation and income equality have left us with the short end of the stick. We're looking for not only a voice, but protection. And the only people who are going to give it to us are ourselves. Your life is not about the pursuit of happiness, but the pursuit of survival. That's what's on the line, the American way of life. I'm grateful that my feed is endlessly filled with positive people who are truly changing the world. The people that I choose to follow see the beauty in the breakdowns. They transcend fear and hate to co-create inspiration. And no, this isn't some idealistic fantasy world, although unicorns may exist there. It's simply a world where we are now smart enough to see past the clickbait headlines and listicles to only share articles or information with clear context, purpose, and intent. If you're one of these people, thank you. Thank you for helping to uplift not only my feed, but the world. Jeff Pulver was one of my very first guests on The Art of Humanity, and he has a positive view of where we are headed today because of something called the blockchain. You may have heard of it. The blockchain is something that I'm writing about too and exploring. In a post on Medium, he writes, we are on the edge of something so disruptive it will change the way that we do business and the ways some of us work and live. It is the next industrial revolution, and it's right in front of us. I totally agree with Jeff's sentiment, and I'm so excited to be working with some cool clients in the world of blockchain and artificial intelligence. The thing that I love best about the blockchain is that it's decentralized, and it's built off of real human relationships. One area of my life that I'm exploring is my relationship with myself and others. Back in episode four, I interviewed Mark Groves on my podcast, and I still really resonate with a lot of what he says. He writes, integrity is such an important quality to me. I love people who are unapologetically themselves. They live in this beautiful space where their commitment to their truth is more important than their need to get the affirmation and acceptance from those around them. 
It takes a consistent dedication to our excellence and our highest selves to live here, and one in which I believe we experience the most freedom, and that freedom enables us to love from a much deeper and whole space. The best relationships, no matter the type, exist from this place. We must strive to always choose the actions that align with what is important to us, not what's convenient. I'm excited to take what I learned in 2017 with me into the new year and exploring these themes more in my writing, podcasting, and speaking. I'm really looking to redefine a new way of being in relationship and doing work that I believe will lead to more of what I want to see in the world. Thank you for listening and for being along for the ride. I hope you're off to a beautiful 2018, and as we begin the new year, I want to leave you with one of my favorite quotes by Neil Gaiman. May your coming year be filled with magic and dreams and good madness. I hope you read some fine books and kiss someone who thinks you're wonderful. And don't forget to make some art. Write or draw or build or sing or live only as you can. And I hope somewhere in the next year, you surprise yourself.